0: Hi, I'm Shama. Hi, I'm Amrita and together we're the hosts of The The Voice Voice Out Out Podcast. Podcast. Shama is one of my best friends and even though we talk about everything under the sun, we have some healthy debates and sometimes some opposing views. But there is a lot that makes us the same. And there's a lot that makes
1: us different. Whenever we have one of these debates or discussions or even chats, we find one of us gives the other a different perspective. So we thought, we don't want to keep that in. We want to voice it out.
0: to episode 2 of Voice It Out podcast with me and Shama. Hi Shama. Hi Rita. Hello. Hello. So episode 2. So just to give you an introduction on what we're going to be talking about this time. So it's a topic that I think is close to both of our hearts in terms of we have our opinions on it, obviously. Mm -hmm. It's whether as a British Asian woman, does strength of character often get seen as a weakness? Hmm. So that's what we're going to be talking about. Yeah. Hmm. It's an interesting topic. It is. So... Personally, I've got to say, I see me and Shama as being quite strong women. We're not afraid to say it as it is. We're not afraid to raise our voices nope. with some decorum. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and well, when, when some people would beg to differ with that. Yeah, <laughs> that we, we don't part. listen to these people. Um, <laughs> so I think it's one of those topics that I see myself as quite strong only because I've, as a typical Scorpio, been on various soul-searching journeys mm. and know myself or like to think I know myself relatively well yeah in which case as I've grown grown older become I'm more confident in my own skin I'm Mm. more confident saying things that maybe can sometimes be seen as being negative but they're actually about me being real about Mm. saying it as it is and stuff like that so but to me that is how I define strength of character that you're just not afraid to raise your voice or just not not even just raise your voice you know the term raise your voice is often quite controversial yeah but what i mean is speak your mind i think that's how i see it standing up for yourself yeah Um, and not not letting other people kind of say to you you can let this go no why should i let it go if it's something that i feel strongly about exactly i'm well within my right to raise my voice yeah so that strength, yeah. so that, to me, that is how I define strength of character, that you're comfortable in your own skin. You don't feel intimidated by an opposing opinion. You will still be quite confident in situations just to put your opinion or your voice or your experience or what you want to say across. What does strength of character mean to you, Shaman? See, I think, see, I'm someone who I
1: I know myself. I can get very carried away with, no, but this is what I think. And I feel like I'm on a constant journey of learning about how I can be more aware of whatever that person's saying understand that I have my opinion but that person also has their opinion and it's just that it's their opinion and for me it's up to my own strength of character is do I take that personally how do I take that how much of that do I take personally or am I able to say okay there's no right and wrong in this that's what you think And this is what I think. And, you know, a lot of this for me definitely comes from coming from a very big Asian family. Everyone has their own opinions and everyone feels like they're right. Being women from families where there's a hierarchy, being told, no, as a woman, be small. Don't make a fuss. Don't rock the boat don't do anything that's gonna make you stand out and for me it comes from there where it's like I'm always character building I'm always trying to discover new ways of being a better person and I find that the only way I can do that is if I'm allowed to have these conversations if I'm allowed to say to someone but I don't think that's right for me Mm. and not go into
0: being completely shut down. So you quite interestingly brought um the fact that you know you're kind of trying to be who you are mm. in the space of a large family I don't have that so okay. much in an extended family yes but I just wanted to ask you in that scenario how does that make you feel in terms of do you feel like you're struggling to be heard I used to because there's so many voices mm. and you
1: know I, I get told that I'm quite loud generally nothing wrong with that I mean that's not the narrative that I've been told okay I think that the reason why I'm loud is because I feel like I hadn't been heard. And it's one of those things where, you know, when I talk about the hierarchy, it's, and I see it in a lot of different areas, not just in my life, but in others as well, where it's just like, oh, no, no, no. You're younger or you're less than, you're less than me in a certain way. So what you have to say and how you have to, whatever your opinion is, because you're, you're in either age or in education or in how, whatever because there's someone who is sort of seen as better in another way. It's like, no, no, no. What you want to say and how you are doesn't really matter. Mm, because you are less than. you are, okay. Yeah, it's not relevant.
0: Okay. That's interesting. Yeah,
1: but I mean you said that you don't have that you know you've come from a much smaller family how does that manifest with you
0: um so when I say so, when to me smaller family means I'm an only child so mm. it's just me and my parents in that sense but even with my extended family on both my mum's and my dad's side or in my friend's circles or anything like that mm. my kind of workplace anything mm. it's taken me a long time to understand that it's okay to oppose but there's a way of doing it sometimes but also In different areas of my life, I've been told that, you know, if I've kind of not opposed, but just shown a different opinion, not so much opposed, but just been like, okay, we can agree to disagree. But this is Mm. how I feel about something. Quite a few people have said to me, you're so negative. And I think I have a real issue with that because there's a real difference between someone being negative and someone being real and honest. Okay, A lot of people don't understand that because Mm. real and honest to a lot of people automatically means that you are negative. And I have a real problem with that because to me, I'm just saying it as it is. And to them, it's like, how dare you not sugarcoat it? Yes. Do you see what I mean? And to me, what to me is, is showing strength of character by saying, okay, you want to do it this way, but you do realize this could happen, right? Mm and it's like why are you being so negative? i was like, I'm not being negative. You need like for me if I'm doing a task this is this can be at work this can be anything hmm. even like organizing a podcast or something whatever it is. Like I said in a previous episode, <laughs> I'm an overthinker. Yeah. So overthinking to me is a natural ability to see the risks or as many risks as you know you you see them quite easily when yeah. you're an overthinker. Yes, you know you what I mean? Yes. You see the risks and you want to kind of counteract them or be prepared for them so that You're just prepared, right? And that's not me being negative. That's me kind of planning ahead in a way. If something I think is going to go this way, but if it ends up going that way, I'm prepared. Yeah, that's really interesting you say that because especially with the work thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: I feel like at work, I'm in a much safer environment to explore how far I can go
0: hmm. in terms of... You is that know. because you don't have... And this is just me being devil's advocate. Yeah. Is that because you feel like you don't have people's conceptions or preconceptions of the kind of person you are? So therefore, you can be as you like. In a way, being... True to your real self at work. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because you don't have like your sibling or your dad or your mom or some yeah. Oh, absolutely. Distant friend kind absolutely. of absolutely. Who's it's, known you for it's years. It's
1: that whole thing of we haven't ex- when you have an experience with someone, and especially if it's a significant experience, they see you in that way. Like, a couple of years ago, on a life coaching course, and I discovered your parents see you at a certain age. Hmm. That's the age that doesn't matter how how old you are. That's the age that they will always think of you as. Hmm. I'm not saying that's for all parents. They're always going to be your parents. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it. It always comes from a place of love and like, you know, they're trying to look out for you and they're always going to try and be like, we're trying to get the best for you. But it's that notion of being boxed in of, okay, no, no, no,
0: but this is what you're like. I know you. This is what you're like. So so they don't, what you're trying to say, as I've understood it, is that they see you at a certain age, but also they see you as just who they see you as. Who they see you as, exactly. And they can't often see beyond that. Yeah. no matter how much you might mature change yeah. yourself go through a life-changing experience whatever it might whatever, be yeah. they will still see you with that. i
1: think well now it's kind of changing okay but do, so but, are you saying that you don't feel that at work so you feel more so, comfortable uh, no i still feel those things like i still feel like especially if i go into a new place of work i still feel like oh my god they're a manager or they're on a higher position or they're, they, they're getting paid more i still have that inside i should just what they say and they know better yeah but I think that I have a lot more confidence in especially once I become more familiar with the job and how well I do hmm. I have no problem challenging decisions that are made one or two grades above me hmm. because I'm very well in, I'm very I'm confident in
0: my work I know what my work is and also I have backing I'm trying to understand what you're saying in terms of so do you mean that because you're more comfortable in the work now than? Hmm or maybe with the team now, that you feel like you can show your strength of character a bit more. You yeah, can expose I think, it, so I think, to speak. I think
1: it's more about kind of having the validation of it's it's not about you being in this position and not having the confidence to actually, if you think differently, talk about it, speak speak mm. your mind and speak what you think. And mm. it's not a scary place to do that, because even if it's not the right decision, I'm not going to get scrutinised for it. Did you
0: feel you would be before?
1: At times, I yeah. Okay. Like at times, it would be like no, no, no. I and
0: this was at other workplaces as well, and these were in my per, like personal, not just at home as well. So, do you think but, that other, you know, like we're talking about strength of character yeah. that could be seen as a weakness? Did you think people saw that as a weakness in you? Yeah, like what not not speaking out? Yeah, yeah, or even oh, for sure. Wanting to speak out but not doing it. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah, okay.
1: Because I think it held me back on my communication with just general people. How is anyone able to get to know who I really am? Hmm. And then I can't be frustrated at people not knowing who I am when I'm not in the position to actually be open and honest with them. Like now, I'm I'm a lot more aware of myself. You think it's come with age? A, A big part of it, but it's also it's come with age. But it's also come with the people that have come and gone from my life mm-hmm. um like you are someone who is very self aware when did you discover that hold on actually i am someone who knows myself quite well better than other people or?
0: um so i think it's it's weird because i feel like i knew myself quite well pre pandemic but right. after we went into lockdown and after you know we were quite literally locked down yeah i have one parent who who is vulnerable so we were shielding so yeah. it was a slightly kind of different situation than just being locked down yeah I think I had to in that extreme situation kind of understand that it's some you know some days you all you have is you yeah and no matter who there is around you you just need to be your own backup and yeah. you need to be your own you need to hug yourself and you need to sell show self-love on yourself I think you should show self-love regardless mm. but on the tougher days you need it more from yourself yeah and I think Because I'm a typical Scorpio, and Scorpios obviously are sometimes compared to phoenixes, I kind of rediscover ourselves multiple times Mm. in our lives. And I really can say that because there have been times in my life when I've been kind of when I was at uni and stuff like that, where I have, you know, I've had experiences where I just felt like I needed to be able to rediscover myself. Yeah. And kind of get to know my new self. Yeah. And like you, I agree with you that it's life's a journey of getting to know other people but it's also a journey of getting to know yourself because yeah. you are constantly changing yeah. as well but I think I am very self-aware but I'm also very impulsive I can be hot-headed okay but my heart is always in the right place yeah. and I think that's one thing that not a lot of people understand unless they know me very well yeah you know I might say something spur of the moment and in your face yeah but there's a reason I'm saying it mm. and there's often a very like reasonable thing that I'm <laughs> yeah. I might say it in the wrong way yeah I, th- I think it's one of those things where also my media journey, like obviously you've known me throughout my media journey pretty yeah. much. I was in the media a couple of years before you, but not to the extent of yeah. when we met. But I think throughout my media journey, I've also had to discover, not discover, but I see I've never been that kind of person where I've been like, oh, I've met Shah Rukh Khan. So therefore I'm not going to talk to any other <laughs> minuscule person <laughs> yeah. in my life. Yeah. I've just never been like that. I've always been quite... This is my dream. I've always wanted to do this. I'm fulfilling it. I've worked Mm. hard for it. Why should I treat other people people. as if they're smaller than me because I've met celebrities? It's so ridiculous. But also, I think a lot in my extended family, my friends, I think people have a perception of me. Yes, very much so. And I think that interferes in a way of who I really am I'm very comfortable in my own skin but like I said I'm a hothead my heart's always in the right place it doesn't always come across and I totally hold my hands up and say that at the same time I know myself and I know that I'm not the person that people see me as a lot of the time Mm. like for example a few years ago because I do obviously celebrity celebrity interviews and stuff and these are celebrity interviews in kind of closed rooms with very few people yeah it's not like you're on stage interviewing someone in front of a thousand people it's very different absolutely not but you see a lot of people don't understand that difference they don't a few years ago when um, there was an event being held by a friend of mine I was asked to host it and that literally I felt like the rug was being pulled from under me because at that time yeah I wasn't comfortable talking to that many people Mm. and hosting something if you asked me to do it now I'd probably be a little bit more comfortable with it but back then I wasn't so I think my strength of character My whole thing when interviewing celebrities, people ask me, do you get starstruck? Mm. The short answer is yes. Yeah. (laughs) But the long answer is, yes, I get starstruck. But I always see it when I go into an interview, and you know this, Shama. Yeah. I always see it as if this is the only time in my life that I'm going to interview this person, I need to make a good impression and I need to get this right. I can't come across as a fangirl. No. Sorry, I can, but I don't want to come across (laughs) as a fangirl. I don't want to jumble my words. I don't want to come across as unprofessional. So I think my professional hat goes on so strong that people see that as strength of character. And don't get me wrong, it is. It's very difficult to remain composed in a situation like that when you've got Shah Rukh Khan or (laughs) or Ranveer Singh, for example, (laughs) in front of you. But a lot of people misconstrue that as Strength of character because they think you're so confident you're in front of these celebrities. But, but in the real world, to me, yes, I might have sat in front of a celebrity and talked to them for 10 minutes or whatever. That's not the be all and end all of me. No. You talk about how you, there's people who don't really know you, but there's different
1: perceptions of you, you're not the same person with everyone. I think that's a huge thing, because I really strive around people who advocate for me. Mm. And I don't mean that in the way of I have people, I have yes people around me. What I mean by people who advocate for me is people who can be honest with me and truthful with me and be like, this was great that you did that. This wasn't so great. And this is why but not scrutinize me for it. You know, like I'll always say that sort of uni was going into uni, going to, I went to Nottingham, Nottingham Trent for uni. I was there for three years. I think I was my most confident then because I was absolutely free to be completely myself, discover myself without the pressure of, oh, will people like me? Will people not? Because I went there by myself it was just generally up to people themselves if they, if someone didn't like me then I'm like okay fine that's your own opinion but because I was more myself that's when I discovered actually I'm a people person I can talk to people I can make friends I you know you can put me in a social situation and
0: I will be okay but and- then do you think so I'm only asking this because I feel like this can be seen as a weakness like you being a people person and you finding those situations easy, which I absolutely do not find easy. Okay. Um, obviously, you know, I hate small talk and stuff yes. like that. I really struggle with networking events because of yeah. this reason. But you're saying that at uni, in a way, you found a strength, a, a, an aspect of your strength of character. Yeah. But do you think moving away from uni or um, in any other forthcoming after uni situation, that someone saw something that you f- discovered while you were at uni as a weakness? In your character
1: I don't I, th- see this is the thing I think in uni because I was I felt like I was a lot more free-spirited. I would never feel like someone saw a weakness in my character. It was just if I did something and it maybe wasn't the best way to go about it. And this is what I mean by people who advocate for me. You know, they wouldn't see me see that as a, as a weakness. They'd be like, OK, this is just something that you need to improve on. But it doesn't mean that you're an awful, awful person. It doesn't mean that you're I, I didn't feel like I was being judged for it. And I think that's the biggest thing. Not having that feeling of oh my God, I've embarrassed someone mm. or, you know, I've done something or I've said something that has someone else hasn't been happy with because they think that I need to be a certain way. At uni, it was like, no one had that preconception of me being a certain way. It was just, oh, so this is who you are. I like this. I don't like this. And I think it was it was that having the freedom of not not having an expectation to be a certain way. Mm. You know, when we talk about strength of character, judgment comes into it a lot
0: I think judgment comes into it a lot but also what one person sees a strength of character another per- for another person it's a weakness yeah so if I go back to the work situation yeah. for me like I've been in, few, in a few in a few jobs I'm one of those people I wouldn't call myself a p- perfectionist as such but a lot of people have branded me as a perfectionist mm. at work okay. in my current job and previously yeah for me perfectionism is not the right word. For me, it's because I want to do my work with a sense of professionalism, with a sense of integrity. But also the main thing for me is to do it honestly. So that means to me, being honest with my work is to do it to the best quality I can possibly do it at. But I think where the strength of character and the weakness comes in for me is I'd like to think I'm quite a strong character in terms of, like you, quite able to... Challenge. (laughs) Challenge. Challenge kind of behaviors or challenge when someone is doing something which is away from a process yeah. or challenge a decision to do something at work I've not always been like that I've you know grown to be quite comfortable in challenging it but also there yeah. are times where you don't want to challenge yeah or you don't think that's the right thing to say or maybe yeah. you for me sometimes I feel like something that's important to me might not be important to my colleague or my manager or whoever so then you have to think about the other person's point yeah. of view but i think where the weakness aspect comes in for me sorry to say is and i'm put i'm i'm generalizing and i know i am so i don't want everyone to kind of bite back at me <laughs> for this comment but i feel like a lot of asian men are very or quite intimidated by a woman who shows strength of character and that's your your yeah, that's my experience like, yeah. but where, why i'm generalizing is because i've not come across many I wouldn't like to say of a certain generation because different generations are different, but also yeah. people in different generations are different. Mm. Yeah. But I do generally feel like now in our generation, in third, second or third generation Asians in the UK, you kind of do have women who are stronger. You have very clear role models now in the media or yeah. in other professions you know you know like could be i don't know chefs or owning restaurants or you know whatever it is even in politics but i still sometimes think that even though asian women are being seen a lot more to be making kind of headway in their careers yeah. and becoming such trusted voices or whatever it is mm-hmm. sometimes it is seen as a weakness and i think that it inspires me a lot because you know when you get go-getting British Asian women and they are able to break the patriarchy so to speak and make sure that their dreams are coming true and they're putting their kind of careers first or whatever it is I feel like there is a sense that it's seen as a weakness because you sometimes do look at or I've heard certain people certain women be looked at and people sort of speak speak like in a kind of derogatory way in a way in a way that oh how did she get there she must have had to do something for it right yeah like I, and I don't mean something underhand. I mean suck up to someone. Yeah, you know, like that kind not, of it. Not be integral. Yeah, and yeah. it not be on their merit that yeah. it would be because they supported another person who bumped yeah. them up in their career or yeah. whatever it might be. And I think that's really it's disappointing to think that we think like that mm. as a society in a British Asian kind of aspect. Because, because I think we do. There we is a do. sense of yeah. Well, how did that woman get there? Because it's a new thing yeah it's it's a it's a new thing, and it's
1: something that I will talk about sort of the conversations that I have in my own household in terms of not so blatantly, but you only do so much because it's also the difference between the way men the conversations men have mm. to the conversations women have yeah. my own experience is the boys in my house and the boys in my family have been able to go out and do whatever they want, whereas for me, my sister is very sort of like there's a condition you do this but this is what you have to do first or you you can go out but you can only go out at this point you can you can you know it's it's very it's, it's very restrictive a limitation. it's a limitation yeah. only now there's conversations about if you're saying to your daughter oh, it's dangerous out in the world and not do this then you know you have to you know tell your son not to go out and be a menace to society and if I were to have that conversation with my family They'd be like, well, of course the boys aren't going to go out and do do this. Like I'm, I feel like I'm quite street savvy. I feel like I'm quite I'm quite self aware in terms of, especially when I go out when I'm, especially when I'm on my own and stuff like that. Because having those conversations, I'm like, well, I've got to make sure that I'm able to go out, but not put put myself in quotation marks, put myself in a compromising Mm. situation but i feel like that's my strength the strength in my character of knowing myself and being like no no no, i trust myself Mm. i don't have to be scared of going out in the world i understand that there are these things that are out out in the world in the way you can't avoid dangerous situations and stuff like that from happening but if i do all the right things that i need to do i'm responsible for myself then that's my strength in my character like how is it sometimes perceived so it's perceived the thing is it's perceived I think it's kind of perceived as a weakness in terms of like not even that's perceived as a weakness but women are weak Hmm. like women even even in today's society I
0: think still yeah this is what I mean yeah still exactly what I mean and also I feel like when women are like like I say you know not career oriented but have made a name for themselves in whatever arena that they're in yeah I feel like it is sometimes seen as a weakness because it's almost a compromise for women. Yeah. Because the women, like we we will be talking about in a forthcoming episode, women are having to balance a lot. And Mm -hmm. there was a figure that came out, um, I think, after the first year of the lockdowns in the pandemic, that women bore the brunt of all the housework at home, or they did their day jobs. They then helped the kids with their homework. And women did the bulk of that. And it's not you know like it's not an empty statement now it was yeah. an actual statistic yeah. so this is what I mean by strength of character can to me just as an example yeah can be someone who has made a name for themselves in their career have a great job but a very demanding job it yeah. could just be that the job just has a lot of demands yeah and the reason I feel like sometimes it comes across or can be perceived as a weakness is say for example in in that particular job say you're like a radio presenter or something and you are known to Raise your voice about certain issues or to tackle issues that maybe aren't talked about in mainstream or whatever it might be. I feel like sometimes that kind of thing can be seen as a weakness mm. by certain people by certain in people. society. And I think that even though we are evolving and, you know, women are being hopefully seen as slightly different, the t- statistics show that no matter how much strength of character you might show in getting yourself ahead, ultimately, at some point, it's also a weakness.
1: Do you mean? seeing that as a weakness in terms of like getting there they must have had to have a weak moment
0: no what i see is it's, it's almost like if you raise your voice about something yeah certain people are going to be like oh you're just being argumentative oh, I which is i okay. get all the time yeah yep, yep, and yep. it's almost like like i said it's like a derogatory yeah. kind of attitude towards yes. someone showing strength of character so i feel like that sometimes in work situations in media situations etc so in media I was the first female to get to the position that I'm in yeah in the yeah. particular company yeah and I wouldn't say it was classed as a weakness but I feel like it was almost I had to shout that much louder in order to be heard and I really felt it yeah um, and you know like I don't hold it against anyone but I just feel like you know there's a there's a preconception that it's a woman like she's always moaning or she's always nagging. yeah and yeah. I, th- I think that's it's seen as a weakness but until someone actually hears what you're saying yeah actively listens to what you are saying and how you are saying it and why you're saying it. I think it's really easy for someone to supposedly brand it in inverted commas, as a weakness. Yeah. And that's what I mean. So like, even when you're talking about your family situations, which is why I'm constantly asking you, is it seen as a weakness? Yeah. Sometimes I think in families it is. But for me, I think it's, you know, like I said, sitting in front of a celebrity and doing an yeah. interview, or having a conversation for 10 minutes, yeah. 15 minutes, half an hour, how long it is, is to a lot of people, strength of character. Because a yeah. lot of people are very... And this is understandable. I was like this before as well. Very self-conscious in front of someone who's famous. You know, you kind of... You, you want to meet them but you're also very conscious of how they perceive you you want them to they, like you as well so. yeah but but we're all like that right yeah. so even as a journalist I want I don't I don't I didn't so much want someone to like me but I want someone to take me seriously in yeah. my profession and I want them to think you know what she's actually alright at what she's doing she knows what she's yeah. doing she knows enough about me she knows how to make me feel comfortable she knows how to get yeah. these answers out of me whatever and I think you know like that's something that I've personally wanted to achieve I want yeah. to be able to get to that natural stage where someone sees an interview that I've done with a celebrity and understands that it's not just about me sitting there and asking questions. It's about how I'm coming across to make that celebrity feel comfortable enough to give me whatever I need to give me. But also, I always challenge myself to try and get to a point where you get something different because otherwise yeah. it's a very similar interview to maybe yeah. another media outlet. But where a lot of people see that kind of thing as a strength of character, I think a lot of people don't understand that to get to that stage it takes what it takes a lot. Yeah, it does.
1: But see, this is exactly it. you just talking about people. You know, especially like women who have been successful, and even like just generally, people are always going to show their successes more
0: than what they failed at. It's, a, it's kind of the day and age of social media. Yeah,
1: with social media being so prominent there's a lot of advice there and there's a lot of you know people who following success like what what does it take to to be successful and there's the constant conversation of oh no but i had to fail at a lot of things and i think we still see failure as a weakness yeah but really where you failed is where you've built, you've had to build yourself up Absolutely. in order for you to be strong enough.
0: Failure is a part of success.
1: To, oh, completely. Yeah. But we still have a fear of failing. It's this as well. I have to be seen as successful and I have to be seen as being good at stuff. And I shouldn't show any signs of weakness so that people are able to accept me. Because I think yeah. talking of, about weakness is also being vulnerable. There still is that stigma there of whatever you class as vulnerability is a, is weakness. a weakness. Absolutely, And it's actually not. As horrible as this is to say, you kind of have to be careful who you're vulnerable with. People can take your vulnerability and be like, well, and actually, you can show a lot of strength through that. When last year, when I went through a really, really, really bad exome about, I blogged about it and I showed pictures. I've never done that before. And recently I'm thinking... I do actually want to show a little bit more on my socials about my struggle and because I follow people who are going through the same thing as me and how much it's helped me. And I remember recently just going back to it, I was not expecting so many people to engage with it. I just thought I'd put it on Facebook, put the ha- I think I put a hashtag of TSW or something So for me, I just thought, oh, it's just going to show up on people who have got eczema, who have got topical steroid withdrawal. They're the people that I'm going to get engaged with. No one else is going to see it because I didn't use Facebook very much. But the amount of love and support I got from people that I hadn't spoken to for so long saying all of the comments were like, this is so brave this is so brave brave. and it's like I never thought of it as brave I did not think of it as me doing this thing this was just me reaching out to other people who are going through the same thing because they understand and I remember when I first started getting those comments I was like oh my god what the hell have I done why did I do that this is you know I felt really exposed and I was just like people are gonna see me and be like oh my god what the hell has she got and that wasn't the case at all And then when I started getting better and it just so happened that as I started getting better, COVID rules were getting a little bit more lax and, you know, we could meet people and stuff like that. So many people were like, oh, my God, how are you? You look so good. You look like you're doing so well and stuff like that. It's so great that you're out. And I spoke to you about this. Mm. If I knew that all of these people are going to see it, I don't think I would have
0: ever posted it. But I don't know what would have stopped you because Facebook is obviously people that we know, essentially. So it would have been people that you knew regardless of whether you'd spoken to them or whatever in in the recent past. But I remember seeing that post Mm. and I remember seeing the comments and I was not surprised at all because it was a really brave thing for you to write about and to share Mm. because it was a very personal journey that you went on through that time. But at the same time, I think that does show strength of character because you showed about a time in your life that was so difficult and you chose to journal it Mm. in a way and you chose to not only journal it for your own self, but you shared it with the world, your Facebook world. Yes. And I was not surprised. I was wasn't surprised in the slightest about the response. Mm. It got. It's one. It is one of those things, like I said, that sometimes when you you showed, obviously, like I said, a time of vulnerable yeah. um, of vulnerability. But even when someone like, for example, in social media, there's been certain people that I follow that show some sort of vulnerable kind of time in their life or a thought they've had or whatever it is and there are two ways that it can go Right? Yeah. there's a way where people come out and show you lots of support or there's something that you absolutely don't expect and it's people who are just like oh
1: you're overthinking
0: it or you know like whatever it might so be this is exactly
1: it I remember mum like me being at home and my mum saying you know oh you know this auntie wants to come and see you and I'm like no but I don't want them to see me like this Looking back, I did end up raising awareness a little bit about Mm. it. Going to what you just said about, you know, people showing their vulnerability and stuff like that. I think we both know a few people who try and tell their story and they portray it as a sense of vulnerability. But really, they're doing it for the wrong reasons because they know that they know that, hold on, people are going to lapse onto this. Yeah. I'm not saying you shouldn't tell your story, but doing it to get something out of it. Yeah. In actual fact, the pe- one of the pe- pe- people I'm thinking of is a man. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's funny that, you know, you did say that normally that connotation of, oh, a woman must have got to that position because she must have done something.
0: Mm.
1: When really like in our experience the opposite gender. i i'm not saying i'm not saying like all men do this as well like don't no don't come at me but and yes there are some women who do do that of course there is yeah. th- there are people who do that do you
0: happily do that yeah it's hard to
1: judge mm. but i think it's definitely something that depends on who's around you
0: yeah i mean it does but i think there are certain portions of society which will always see a strong woman as a weakness somewhere in her and there are they'll also, look for it yeah they'll go searching for yeah. it and i think that's not very fair but there are certain portions in society but i think we do need to understand that social media and social media validation is it's almost like you know when you're searching something that's trending on twitter and you realize that all the trolls have just come out and have to have a party and you realize that is not how most people think no it's just these people who are on social media who sometimes just want to cause a ruckus yeah i for one get caught up in that a lot. yeah not for my personal thing but when i'm searching for things that are yeah. trending and i'm like oh my god this person said this and this person thinks this and this organization has said that or whatever mm. but i think so, we have to understand that social media is a whole new world <laughs> it is a whole but it's also the thing is social
1: media is a very
0: small fraction of people's lives yeah.
1: from people who post to people who comment exactly there's so many stories that i know of people who have posted something on social media and a troll saying the most horrible horrible things thinking that oh my comment's just gonna be lost in these comments but I just wanna and then being called out on it when they're called out they're like oh I'm so sorry I didn't really mean it I mean I don't understand why people have the audacity of spreading just negativity and just hate and stuff like that but you know someone having the courage to post something or someone being proud of something that they've done and being totally scrutinized for it just because another person has this opinion I think my weakness is I can't avoid it but being judged for something that I'm not and a small fraction of who I am being that thing where someone's like, well, that's who you are. And that's all you are. There's no, there's no three dimension to you. Getting over that and trying to understand that that's just an opinion. Everyone has good traits and bad traits and, but that doesn't, it's it's what makes you a person and you're always changing. This is it. You're always learning. You're always changing and something that you think feel is a weakness within yourself will one day turn to a strength
0: yeah I mean it's a different perception isn't it what yeah. people see as strength and what people see as weakness yeah. I mean strengths can also be weaknesses and weaknesses can also be strengths if you look at them in different perspectives yeah but I think it's really important to understand that what is a strength to one person yeah. can be a weakness to another yeah it's about discovering
1: yourself it is about self discovery if you're confident in yourself i think it does take a lot of a lot of strength to be confident in yourself and you have to work at it a lot yeah.
0: it's and it's not there all the time it's not there all the time for me confidence is about putting your best foot forward yeah and if it's taken as positive great if it's taken as a negative something you just have to deal with yeah because I think a lot of people do feel a little bit intimidated sometimes even just by someone being honest it doesn't have to take confidence to be honest and I think that's really sad because if you see a negative in someone being honest or you see a weakness in someone being honest and someone showing you their honest self that says more about you yeah I think than it does about that person yeah it's really interesting to understand and very imperative to understand that sometimes the way someone sees you is sometimes a lot about themselves yeah and that's difficult to accept in yourself because if for example you know the example I gave earlier was when if I'm being real about something and I'm Mm. being honest about something and someone immediately reacts with why being so negative yeah to me that is probably my biggest bugaboo because like I said I'm not being negative I'm just trying to be real and then if someone says that to me it's very difficult for me not to react and be like what part of that was negative
1: so flipping this has there ever been a time where someone has kind of explained no no no, you've realized i oh, actually no, i am actually being negative
0: i don't think i've ever thought that because no? i've always been quite real like mm. i said because i'm an overthinker i will always think of the thousand ways that something could go yeah that means positives and negatives but I don't class them as positives yeah. and negatives. I see them as just avenues that this could yeah. go. Yeah. And you know, sometimes it's just don't voice that because a yeah. lot of, you know, the other person is gonna think you're being negative. But then I feel like I'm suppressing my voice. You know, it's a, it's like a vicious circle. Do you know what? Yeah, me and you have spoken about people like this. It's people who expect you to say,
1: Yes sir, no sir, please three bags yeah. four sir. It's those people who are like, No, you're being negative because you're not adhering to what I want you to yeah. what I want you to say or what I want you to think. Whereas you don't really have have that with people who are just like oh this is my opinion oh is that what you think oh okay then maybe it can be
0: something that someone has to consider like yeah i don't know it could be anything not not people who not
1: wanting to move outside of themselves yeah
0: but just you know just opening themselves up that if you can't like for example we're starting a podcast and we fully understand that this could go at any way possible like people could love it people could hate it whatever it is but we have understood that people could hate it is that being negative? No. It's no, that's being, being realistic. Real. <laughs> it's Precisely. being realistic. You can't be good so at everything. that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Being realistic. I think people really need to identify that being realistic is not being negative. And being negative is not always being realistic. See, my first instance is if we were being negative, we'd be
1: like, oh, people aren't going to like it. So we're not going to do it at all. Precisely. We're not even going to try. That's different.
0: Regardless. People aren't going to like everything about you. People aren't going to like no. everything. It's up to you who you listen to this is one of the things i always say that you know i've been questioned about this as well and i again i think it might be because i'm just confident in being me you know i know that i have flaws and you know i'm okay with that but i think it's really really important in life to understand that you are not going to be liked by everyone And it's okay to walk into a room and think 90% people don't like me or don't even think that sometimes, you know, it. sometimes, you know, that people don't like you. And Mm -hmm. I think being in the media has, you know, because the British Asian media industry is very small. And everyone knows everyone. Mm I'm quite comfortable walking into a room knowing there are people that might not necessarily like yeah. me, necessarily like me. Yeah. And I did get questioned once by another media person that Amrita, how can you walk into a room and be okay with that? I was like, realistically... I don't like everyone as well. There are people that I don't like and people that I will still be civil with or just won't Mm. talk to at all or whatever. So how can I expect other people to 100% like me? I'm totally okay with that. You will have people in any workplace or in any industry or wherever you go in life who will absolutely love you and you will absolutely love, but there are always going to be people Sometimes who don't even know you, who just have a perception of you, who don't like you. And you know, like, I'm very strong in that person doesn't know me, so the opinion doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter, yeah. Well, this
1: is exactly it. This is why, for me, it is those people who advocate for me. Anyone else? You weren't anything to me before you walked in the room. You won't be anything to me when you walk out. I haven't lost out on anything. No, but also so I think
0: it's a very dangerous place to be in your oh life yeah, if you yeah, are yeah, trying yeah. to please everyone and yeah. get everyone to like you. Going back in, you know, to talk about someone who might be really good in, like, really far in their career. There's always, like I said, there's always going to be people who criticize. There's always going to be people who praise. Yeah, they just have to take, you know, both of that. They've gone both through. Things. They've gone through people who do not like them. Yeah, um, I think everyone does. Yeah, And being
1: okay with it. Yeah, and it's not a weakness. Absolutely not. Uh, Absolutely not. You know, I really, really want to say, you know, like, oh my god, like, have confidence in yourself and don't worry about anything. And but it's just human nature. You just as humans. We want to be a part of society. We want to be included. We're always going to look for ways that we can do that and achieve that. But at the same time, and I think, yeah, definitely as you grow older, you discover a lot more about who you are and what your values are and get to a place where you're
0: comfortable with who you are. Exactly that. But also, be, I think, try to be comfortable with being criticised yeah. because there's always going to be naysayers and that's at any point in your life, yeah. at any point in your career, where you are, what industry, wherever you are. And be careful who you listen to. Listen to everyone, I'd say. But just don't let them get in your head. Hear what people, yeah. Hear what people have to say, yeah. but don't. Yeah, it is tough. But it's tough. I would say if you end up listening to the negative things that people say, then don't let it affect you so much. Maybe like for a day or something, and then brush it off. And just you know, go to someone who makes you feel good and positive. I don't think you need to do that. I think you can do that yourself. Sometimes um, you can give yourself self love,
1: which is what I said. I at think the I think for like it just depends. It's that's it's easier said than done to a lot of people, and you know, like. I know for me, I can do that sometimes, but there are times where I kind of need the extra boost. Be careful who
0: you let into your you head. Let, or let what into your head. You yes. What you let into your head. Um, it's hard. We're well, not. You know. I don't think either of us are saying you're saying it's easy. No. But I think being comfortable in your own skin yeah. can kind of takes, get out of that. It takes e- a journey. Yeah. Maybe easy more easily than if you if you don't know yourself very yeah. well. Be kind to yourself.
1: Yeah. Be very kind to Bottom yourself. Line. Bottom line,
0: <laughs> um, I think that's where we're gonna we're gonna Ooh. call it. Yes, and, absolutely, um, that was um, great. Yeah, and, and, and again, I just want to give a shout out to DJ yeah. Shai Guy, Shai Hussein, um, for our amazing jingle, jingle, which you heard at the beginning. You can find us on most social media platforms: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Twitter
1: at Voice Out Podcast. Interact with us. If there's a like button, like it. If there's a subscribe button, subscribe it. Wherever you, wherever you're listening to this podcast, do all the things, exactly. please. Please support us. It'll be great. Interact yes. with us. It'll be great. We want to hear from you. Yep. If um, there's anything
0: you guys particularly want us to talk about, yeah, please let us, let us know. know. There's an email address there as well, yes, which you can get in touch with, and we will see the email. We don't have yes. any secretarial staff um, yet <laughs> and yet. <laughs> the most important thing is don't keep it in voice it out thank you this is Amrita and Shama and we are signing out bye bye